I'm Nana. I'm Martin. And we're Blazers. Ah, I always butch it, man. Listen, soon, well, I was going to say soon we're going to be recording in person, but nope. We are in <laughs> lockdown two. Lockdown number two. COVID yeah. returns. That's 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 my uh, working title for it. Um, COVID's like return after Mac. Oh gosh, return after Mac. I'm just I'm just a major because I was just like, ah, oh, I'm soon gonna stop being busy. Yeah, mm. I'm gonna start going back to the gym again because I'm now gonna have the time to. You. And then yeah. literally they announced I was going to lockdown again. And now I have nothing to do. The weather's absolutely terrible, so I don't want to leave my house in the first place. Um, and yeah, I'm just going to have too much time on hand. So some of the good things is that I can now uh, get to watch my anime. Um, mm-hmm. We'll get to this in a little bit, but I finally finished uh, Blood of Zeus. Um, I also watched uh, The Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 1. Uh, mm-hmm. and I'm in the middle of watching this new Spongebob movie um, just to pass the time um, I've got work tomorrow but after that I'm probably going to be literally basically unemployed for like the rest of the year so I'm going to just get a crap ton of anime watched um, so hopefully what that means for you guys is that we're hopefully going to get back to a normal recording schedule so that'll either be a Saturday or Sunday evening and then I'll have the episode up by the latest the Monday so we should hopefully start to go back to being regular and mm-hmm. hopefully with us being regular again we'll give some of the other co-hosts uh, a nice platform to, of when to jump in and hopefully we can get them guys back involved yep. um, but yeah let's, let's you know there's no there's no like any like major movie topic as obviously cinemas are once again closed um, I haven't really watched anything on Netflix for a while um, in terms of a movie um but yeah, Mike, what have you been up to since we last recorded? Mm, so, I've started watching The Daily Life of the Immortal King. Um, it's a Chinese anime about a cultivation genius that achieves a new realm every two years since he was a year old. Um, the guy is super strong, but he's trying to be low-key in high school to have a normal life. Mm. Um, so far, the 15 episodes, I've seen every single episode. I finished it yesterday. Nice. Um, I'll give the series... Do you know what? The animation is good. The animation is just as good as um, The King's Avatar. However, with what I was watching, the subtitles weren't translated correctly or translated accurately enough, so it lost a bit of uh, um, immersion for me. Um, with that being said, I'd probably give it a half chicken. Nice. Um, because it's, it's a good, it's a good, it, is a, it is a nice series to watch and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially if you, if you're a fan of um, of sort of Chinese, uh, um, sort of Chinese storytelling culture, I guess. Yeah. Um, um, right, let me explain what I mean by that. So, in a lot of Chinese mangas I'm reading, there's always taught, there's always stuff to do with you know cultivation, cultivating your meridians and stuff like that. Get into a higher, into a higher um, sort of realm and stuff like that. They talk about you know various realms which have various levels within that realm and the stronger you are in the realm um, that means you could then sort of evolve into the next stage into the next stage so if people um, watch anime or like mangas Chinese mangas like that um, they probably appreciate this a lot more um, so yeah um, it was good it was really good um, but still I give it a half chicken nice. um, also 
started uh, well I haven't started but I've continued watching Star Trek Discovery um, season 3 um, Star Trek Discovery is so much fun and season 3 started off really really well um, so Star Trek Discovery is set in around the same time as the next generation I believe no sorry no next generation um, the one with um, I think it's Captain Kirk and Spock and all those people. Yes, that's right. Captain Kirk and Spock. That's right. Cool. So it's so if people remember, you know, William Shatner's Star Trek is set in and around that time. Mm-hmm. Um because um you have Michael Burnham who is the adopted sister of Spock. So yeah, almost forgot about that one. Um yes, yeah, season three um starts off pretty well. I was I won't ruin anything uh, but um I won't reveal anything, I should say, but uh, honestly, it's awesome. It's a very good, it's a very good opening to uh, into you know the new season. And episode three is I, I is as a strong three piece for me. So yeah, um, anyone who was you know wasn't too keen on watching Star Trek Discovery or wants to know how the new seasons are, um, new seasons are very very good, so definitely check it out. Nice. Um, Watched Mandalorian season two, which we'll probably talk about in more detail. So I'll well, skip past that one. You know, what, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk about it now, since uh, you've got it in your notes and I've got it in my notes. Um, oh. you also you watched it when like it dropped last week, Friday. Yes, uh, I, I did. I literally watched it this morning. Bam. Um, one of the reasons why we're recording so late. Um, I'm gonna let you go first <laughs> since you're like a bit more of a Star Wars expert than I am. What was your thoughts and views on the opening episode, and um, what would you rate it? I rate, I rate it. Uh, was it a whole chicken? It was amazing. Oh my gosh! Okay. I mean, did you? I said I rate it a whole chicken. Yeah, yeah no, I said that. Oh, my bad. Cool. So, um, the it's not. I mean, it's, it has everything that you know a Star Wars fan would wanted it, right? So, um, oh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to venture into spoiler territory per se. Mm-hmm. Um, not not right not right now. We'll I know, I know. Okay, so let me let me phrase it. So okay, so if anyone's ever played the um, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic games, mm-hmm. or um, or is you know into sort of like the expanded universe a bit outside of the movies, yeah. Um, there's a lot in there that you will a hundred percent appreciate. This is why I give it a whole chicken. Right. Um, it has it has a lot of references to to the games which kind of makes the games now canon in some way because um even the way they go about doing certain things again i don't want to i won't go into details about that just yet but even just the way they go about doing things and stuff is very very reminiscent of the star wars master or republic games especially star wars master republic one game um it has a it has a ton of easter eggs in there i don't think i've managed to capture it all um so, yeah, if we don't mention it, then obviously, guys, get in contact with us, let us know your thoughts on it, and what other Easter eggs we find that I probably would have mentioned or haven't mentioned. Um, yeah, it was really good. Um, we have Tom, Tommy Oliphant in there as, uh, <coughs> as Cobb Van, um, a sheriff. Um, and Tommy Oliphant, for me, he's one of my favorite. He's one of my favorite actors um he was in and number four he he starred as 
Agent 47 in the original Hitman movie um, some years ago. So it was great seeing him in there. Um, I, do, I do appreciate his, uh, his acting skills. Um, but yeah, let me stop there before I say anything else. It was absolutely amazing. I mean, I've got all my notes down here, so I can go into a lot more detail, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Over to you, Nana. I am. Do you know what? Yeah, this this happened with season one as well. Like, I wasn't as I'm not. I'm nowhere near as gassed as you are for this. Um, yeah. I enjoyed it. I'm gonna give it only a half chicken. Um, I felt that was good. Um, but like again, the fact that I'm only watching one episode, like the reason why with the first season I watched like maybe the first two episodes online, and I stopped. I was like, you know, when Disney Plus comes out. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna watch it all in one. It's just that I just find it a little bit more enjoyable, like watching it like that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like it was good. It was fun. Like um, getting to see um, oh, what do you call it? Anakin's pod racer used like engine be used as a little sky bike, whatever it's called. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, it it was interesting. It was it was interesting enough. It was good enough in it. Like a half chick is still a pretty good rating, but like nothing really blew me away. And like I said, when you were posting stuff in the WhatsApp group, like I'm not surprised by anything because obviously, like I listen to other podcasts who go high minute. So like mm. um, at the end end of season one, one of the episodes, um, and there was that little like the um, I don't know spears, but you know that like, what the cowboy shoes that noise that they make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone had broken it down. I was like, that cowboy noise, whatever, mm-hmm. is the same noise that Boba Fett, Fett's ones made. And it was the exact same, like, sound, ah, yeah. sound, sound, like spike when you, um, look at it on a computer, whatever. So again, I was just like, okay, mm-hmm. boom, someone's already confirmed that. So it's hard in the 21st century for me to be like surprised or blown away by anything because like, I, I, I've seen, I knew, I knew it was coming in. And, um, but I'm intrigued. Like, obviously, at the end, we actually got to see that um, um, the actor that played um, Boba Fett in the original Stars movie, he was at the end of this. Um, yeah. So, you oh, know. How's it going to spoilers? <laughs> yeah, sorry, we're going to spoilers, guys. Um, no, not we. You. Okay, I'm going to spoilers. <laughs> I should have probably prefaced, uh, prefaced it with uh, spoilers. Um, but yeah, no, mm. it, it, it was all right. Like, it was, it was good. Like, one thing I didn't like here. Yeah, Mm. Um, I feel like most people that are watching this are gonna have a um a certain level of intellect. Do you know what I mean? And mm. I don't, I, you know, I'm even gonna say intellect. I think most people that like watch Star Wars, yeah, generally. Basically, I didn't like the fact that they were over explaining how they were gonna kill that monster. It was like, oh, first we need to do this, then we need to wake it up, then we need to dig in. And I was just like, okay, no. like, you can, you okay. Can, you can just so, kind of show us what's going on. We don't need the Mandalorian to stay step by step. No, by. it was He's important. Making- it was important. And here's why it was important. It was important because, like I said, it was referencing um, Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic games, right? Mm. And in that game, right, you... Go into the, you go so you land on Tatooine, you go to the desert, mm. you fight against um against uh, the Tuscans, right? Yeah. And you have to kill a crate dragon, mm-hmm. right? Because um there's a there's a cave that a crate dragon lives in and you have to go in to get some uh kyber crystals, which are what you use to form lightsabers, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. So in the game, what you do is that or what happens happening is that you meet up with uh Twi'lek, mm-hmm. who also wants to get into the cave, right? 
but obviously he says to you there is a crate dragon there. Mm-hmm. So to lure the crate dragon out, what you need to do is go to the Tuscans um, and then lure one of the Banthers. Or you end up luring three Banthers to that ca- to the mouth of the cave, mm-hmm. and then the crate dragon comes out. But what the Twi'lek does is before the crate dragon comes out is that he puts down mines on the floor mm-hmm. to obviously to obviously explode the, to, to to detonate on the belly or the soft the soft part of the crate dragon. Yeah. So that is exactly what happens. It is it is uh, in this episode where you have the Banford that's been left out there to obviously attract the crate dragon. But it's the brother Tuskers gets eaten, and that was freaking hilarious. No, that, um, again, that's that's more than fine. But, but I'm just saying, like, it was just such an over-explanation of the situation that we could visually see in it. Like, you you, you didn't need that. Like, it's like when a guy like mansplains to a woman. I just felt like they were mansplaining to me. Nah, they were they were they were doing. I think what they did was they were showing like fans of the season, as as in. I guess fans like me, they were going through step by step basis because that's technically what you have to do in the game as well. Okay. So, and that's why I think they did that. And I think me and a lot, I'm sure a lot of people appreciate them doing that as well because the game is a bit like that where you know you have to go step one, then step two, then step three, then you know, do things in sequence. So mm-hmm. them doing that as well was pretty good. Um, but um, to go into more detail, because as in not as in moving away from that particular part of the crate dragon, I will return to the crate dragon. But just re- let me just read off my notes a bit. Cool. So Penny, so Penny Motto, the woman, um, the female mechanic mm-hmm. on Tatooine, said, "Thank the Force for she sees Baby Yoda." Yeah. So only a few. So only the only people that know of the Force, um, seeing as this is off, this is I think the Mandalorian is set in the same time period as episodes seven to nine so um the only people that'll know of the force there and then would be either people who know the jedi have been taught by the jedi to some degree of been in contact with jedi um or are actual jedi or force sensitive would know the weight of that phrase mm-hmm. um so it led me to think that you know is she a hidden force sensitive or a jedi or maybe not a Jedi in that sense, but yeah, is she a hidden force sensitive? Because um, when you look at the droids that she has, right, she's able to communicate with them. And the only people that have been able to communicate with droids on that level have been people who are force sensitive. A clear example is Anakin and Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. who were both able to talk to droids, right? Um, so my, my, my random thoughts again, I'll say. In tattooing, there's so much that happens there. So obviously, it's Anakin's home planet. Yeah, his mom died there. Luke was raised there. Mm. Obi Wan, other name of Ben Kenobi, was watching over him there. He defeated Darth Maul. Uh, um, he finally defeated Darth Maul there as well. Yeah. Um. That's this is when Darth Maul wanted to uh, wanted to get find Luke and train him as a Sith to then you know obviously overthrow Palpatine and stuff like that. Um. Luke, when he was older. I think this was in um, maybe Return of the Jedi or episode maybe episode five. Um, Luke saved Solo and Leia from Jabba the Hutt, um, and then Boba Fett was also swallowed by the Sarlacc. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, the Crate Dragon in this episode is this is the Crate Dragon that probably killed and ate the Sarlacc and then took the Sarlacc's cave as its home. Um, I also put down that Tommy Oliphant 
as Kopfanth. I've already um, mentioned him there. Um, but he was wearing Boba Fett's armor. Yeah. With that kind of green helmet, the chest plates, and even the little uh, bullet bullet um, rocket launcher. Bullet, bullet 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 mark on his uh, on the helmet, and then also he had the rocket launcher on the jetpack. That armor um, is so beat up, though, right? It is, but it holds up so well. You know when you were, sh- you were shooting at him and it just bounced off, like yeah, all yeah, the nah. blaster balls bounced off of him. I was thinking, oh my gosh, it was nuts. Um, so, um, again, the nods to the Master of the Old Republic games were things like, you know, talking to the Tuscans because there's, um, there's a mission in the game where you can either talk to the Tuscans or outright kill them. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, for me, I chose to talk to the Tuscans and help out the Tuscans and stuff like that. And then you learnt about the about you know their sort of untrusted nature towards outsiders, their code of honor, things like that. Um, I also said there's the crate dragon as well, and the way he was killed, um, very very similar to the games. Mm-hmm. Um, something I didn't know about the crate dragon actually was that him spitting acid or it spitting acid I had no uh, idea Crate Dragon that, actually that was kind acid. of that was kind of cool though those people that got a spray that was, that was beautiful for me those that yeah. got spray by acid just got wrecked <laughs> and it was so interesting to see that um that Mando's armor held up against that that um the acid because obviously the acid is the stomach acids from the Crate Dragon's stomach so it was it was interesting to see that it held up during that uh during that encounter. Um, also, a nod to the Matter of Republic um, game is that the Crate Dragon Pearl was found inside it, right? Mm. And the Crate Dragon Pearl is used as an accessory item in the Matter of Republic games, given your lightsaber different characteristics. So that was, again, a nice a nice addition there. Mm. Um, also, the Crate Dragon inspired Form 5 of Lightsaber Combat, which is called the Way of the Crate Dragon. Um, for those of you who don't know what it um, for those of you who didn't know that, mm. um, Mando can speak freaking Tuscan. That one shocked the hell out of me because only a handful of people are able to speak Tuscan. And again, in the Nassau Republic games, the only ones that are able to speak Tuscan are droids or, um, um, one thing was HK, oh, I don't want to botch his, I think it was HK77, who's an assassin droid you, um, power up with or whatever. He can speak Tuscan, but, um, yeah, you're, you're also able to communicate with him. So it was very, very interesting to see that. Um, and then at the end of it, you saw Boba Fett being alive. I thought that was amazing because, um, again, for those for people who sort of skimmed over why Boba Fett is, you know, still alive, or maybe Boba Fett even in a TV series, Boba Fett was the only co- clone that Django asked um, to be to have the sort of the accelerated aging process removed from it. So he had a natural, um, so he had a natural aging yeah. process, you know, so you, you age in terms of human years rather than age in terms of clone years. I mean, so it was interesting to see that Boba Fett was still alive. Um, and this was confirmed in the comic books, but it was just great to see that in the Mandalorian as well, right at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, also there was talk that, um, I feel like at the end of uh, of uh, season one, I was told that you had to reunite Baby Yoda with uh, its its own kind. Yeah. Um, when you say its own kind, that could be either people who are force sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ahsoka is still alive. Um, Ahsoka was the apprentice or Padawan of um 
Anakin Skywalker before she left the Jedi Order. Mm-hmm. So, and um, you do see her in um, oh, what's it called in Star Wars Rebels, um, where she saves Force-sensitive children and then or um, uh, saves the children from um, the Inquisitors, mm. who again Darth Vader is the head of. Mm. Um, another one could be Yaddle as well, who's the female member of the Yoda species. Um, and she sat on the Jedi High Council. I think she was there in episode uh, one, the Jedi, Jedi Temple. So, um, yeah, that's, that's literally all the thoughts that I have. So that's why I appreciated the episode so much. That's why I gave it a whole chicken. Because, you know, all these little nods and things here and there just be sort of trying to piece together in my head. So, um, yeah, as you can tell, I'm a massive fan of Star Wars. Yeah, so clearly. I'm gonna, you're you're, you're going to have to start being the Star Wars expert. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the... Yeah, and, and again, and like you said, even that, um, even the hover, I don't know, hover bike speeder, whatever you want to call it, yeah. that, um, that, um, Hob Vance had, right? Um, I think that was actually one of the engines from Anakin's um, Pod Racer. Pod Racer, yeah. yeah, yeah. So well, we don't again, know. We don't know. It, we don't know one hundred percent if it's Anakin's one, but it's the very is very similar to the one that was used yeah. by Anakin. Yeah, I think I think it's Anakin's one. It would be so interesting to see it because everything's sort of like coming full circle, mm. or at least you know, there's elements here and there. It was absolutely amazing to see. So I'm hoping it is. I'm really hoping it is. Yeah, no, that would be cool. Mm. And that's that's my that's my uh, sort of you know like rant gone. <laughs> I, I, I'm looking forward. Not to even rant. I'm, but, yeah. I'm looking forward to see where they take it. Um, I'm not sure whether I'm gonna watch next um uh, tomorrow's episode and i might wait for it to build up a couple of episodes and then have a little bit of a binge um boy i'm watching it boy, I, don't <laughs> know. I, I, might, I might have to since you lot talk about it in the group in it but i just feel like either way when it comes to an end i'm probably gonna just rewatch all of it and see if i enjoy it better that way because i do know that mm. like i said with the first what the first season i watched maybe the first two episodes online and then i just waited to just get disney plus in the uk and i just binged it and um, mm. i enjoyed it like that so Maybe this time around I enjoy more. Do you know what I'm looking forward to even more than the actual thing? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to the gallery season two because um, oh, wow. the, the, the gallery that it is for season one, yeah, I absolutely love that documentary. I loved all the behind the scenes. Um, I loved mm. seeing the director sit down and like talk about Star Wars and show their passion for the for the series. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to see uh, and then again the technology that they used. Uh, so I'm looking forward to season season two of the gallery if they do one because. Um, I'll be really intrigued by that. It's the one thing I haven't watched yet. I think the reason why I haven't watched Gallery yet is that I want to see all of it. I want to see the whole Mandalorian season, um, all seasons finish, then watch it just to, just to have a look at you know how they started it from scratch and then built it up. Uh, well, I say from scratch, but they've had they have the source material there. Yeah, but the gallery is only from season one. Though. The season one gallery only shows talks about yeah. episode one. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably I'll give that a go. Do you know, I'll probably give it a go at the end of season, two, uh, season two, mm. just just so I can build up from season one again. Because hopefully they'll have the gallery for season two, then I can you know jump onto that as well. Yeah, no, I definitely should definitely check it out. So mm. I'd highly recommend um, to anyone that's a Star Wars fan. <laughs> um, so moving on from Star Wars, or moving on from Mandalorian specifically, mm. also we're watching Jujutsu Kaisen. 
um, episode five. Okay, you can um, add that to the list that you need to send me. No, I add to this exactly. I I will do that. Mm-hmm. Um, the King's Avatar season two episode seven as well. Watch that. Is that anime? Um, is that anime again? It's anime again. Yeah, just anime, not the live oh, action. Sure. Okay, yeah, add that to the list as well that you need to send me. Yep. Nobles episode five. Yep, you need to add that um, to the list. <laughs> Um, our last crusade or the rise of a new world episode four so so this one don't ask me to read out the japanese name for it because it's long and i don't want to butcher butcher the language oh so it's anime it's an anime yes it's it's an anime um so it's set in sort of modern times Mm. but you still have a society that's um that's based on knights Mm-hmm. And you have a society that's based on witches, so there's still you know magic and science being used there. <laughs> so the synopsis of it is that I think I read that synopsis um, a couple of weeks ago, but it's basically like a Romeo and Juliet, where you have this prodigy from the knights ends up fighting against the prodigy from the witches, um, and her mother happens to be the the leader of the witches, right? Mm-hmm. They don't get to a fight, but um, and they're actually. Um, they're actually at war with each other, but it's not a full blown out war just yet. So there is a bit of tension between them, right? And over the course of it, they just end up in situations where, you know, she maybe she's not maybe she's crying or something like that. He gives her a handkerchief, not knowing who she is, even though they just fought the day before. And then all of a sudden, she's like, "Oh, here you go, take it back." And it's him, and it's like, "Oh wow!" Or they do this thing where they um, they go to a restaurant, they sit down, and then they order the exact same meal. Mm-hmm. I think like that so um, it's just it's just interesting to watch. It's something that you know it takes away from. Uh, I mean, it's got action in it, but it sort of takes away from a lot of action-related um, series that I watch. And yeah, it's a nice one. Um, so yeah, um, that's one you should add to your list for sure. And the other one is uh, Yashahime episode three. Uh, Yashahime is the continuation of Inuyasha. Um, and it's uh so I can't remember for life be how many years it is, but this is I think this this continues just straight after the um Inuyasha series. Um where you know you have Yashihime who's I think the daughter of uh, Seshiro or Seshiro and um you have another character, um oh her name escapes me, but she is the daughter of both uh Kagome and Inuyasha. She's so she's like three quarters human and one quarter demon, demon dog. Mm. But she has the powers of Kagome as well, so she has she can use you know, spiritual powers and stuff like that, yeah. which is pretty cool. Um, so again, check it out, hundred percent check it out, guys. Yes. And uh, yeah, that's that's me done for the speak. Uh, when you, when you're creating the list for me, yeah. Add also that new um, Bleach one. I can't remember it's called. Something Wizard or something. Oh, Burn the Witch. Burn the Witch, yeah. Add that to the list as yeah, well. Yeah, cool. We'll do. All right, so that's what we've been up to. Uh, we're just going to rattle off a bunch of news that's been happening over the last couple of weeks uh, just to play a little bit of catch up. And then from there, like I said, hopefully everything that we talk about is going to be fresh. Um, so <laughs> just a quick little thing on some comic book news. Uh, there's rumours that Wonder Woman... Uh, 84 is going to go to streaming because obviously again we are still in the COVID protocols and we uh, uh, 
again, we don't know when cinema's going to reopen. And mm. I'm pretty sure, like, with them keep on delaying the release, they're just going to be hemorrhaging money. Um, the you only thing... Also... Eh? So I was going to say, did you also hear that um, cinema cinemas might be going under? Because of because of the lockdown and COVID situation. Well, completely. I, I again, yeah. I, I would not be surprised because they were proper banking on the James Bond movie getting released to make money, and that's obviously not mm. happening. Um, so the, th- this is the thing, yeah. So it's a little bit more complicated over here than it is in America, isn't it? Because obviously in America there's like so many different streaming services, but like here we're we're kind of limited at the, at this moment in time, like. We we don't get HBO Max in it, so if, if some of the stuff that's like gonna go to HBO Max ends up going on something like Sky, I'm not paying to watch something on Sky. Like I've got Amazon, and I'm not paying any extra as well. Like like what they did with Mulan, I'm not paying extra to go see something that's on a streaming service that I own already. I would just wait for it to come out. So again, with with um, things like that, like if it's not coming on Netflix, if it's not coming on Amazon Prime, if it's not coming on. Um, you know, like something that I already own, I'm not doing it. And also, as well, I'm not paying extra. Like, The Witches came out on um, Amazon Prime. And I was like, no, I'm not paying for this. Like, I was only going to watch it because obviously everyone on the podcast um, told me that I should watch it for the podcast. But I'm not paying extra money to see it. Like, if it's not free, I'm not doing it. Like, it, it it's peak out here still. Like, when the way, yeah, you know, sure. like, the lockdown has affected so many families or so many businesses. Like, I think it's just a little bit cheeky. Like, the, I had I had a cinema pass for a reason because it made it just so much cheaper for me to watch movies. And I was paying one a fixed price. It was local to where I lived. You know, I, I never spent any money on popcorn or that because, again, I ain't rich like that. But, like, do you know what I mean? It was nice. So, the, if, if, if certain things like that go to streaming services, I'm just going to wait for them to, like, go somewhere else for free, man, and watch it there because I'm just not doing it. And I feel bad because, like, I I only went to my local cinema, like, twice when they reopened. And when they did, I didn't even get to see any of, like, my friends that were there um, that I've made over the years of just going to the cinema for so long. Like, you know, probably since, like, maybe, like, 2016, 2017 is when I started, like, going to the cinema, like, literally every other week for the podcast. Um so yeah it, it, it sucks man and i hope the cinema industry um does recover but like it's it's one of those ones that's like it is what it is right now isn't it? and there's not really a lot that we can do about it yeah i mean when you say i know i know i mean i might ask questions about you know doing the, doing the news and stuff like that but would you think do you th- don't you think that would be a good oh, this is a good opportunity for you know cinemas to have some sort of streaming service where Oh, instead of it going to the actual cinema itself, you can just say, "Pay like no, no, how much are you paying for your um for your uh, uh, seventy nine? Um, so something like that. But you know, so I, it gives the option to watch it at home whilst whilst the lockdowns going on, and then they they can either remove the service and then say, okay, get back in the cinemas because I do know that you know they do make the money off the popcorn and stuff like that as well. So is that what? What do you think of that? See, this is the, this is the thing when you're you you don't have the knowledge of the industry in it. But I feel like due to contracts and stuff like that, it wouldn't be it wouldn't it wouldn't be allowed, and also it wouldn't be that plausible because why go to potentially like let's say an Odeon streaming service mm-hmm. where you could potentially just put it on Netflix or something that's already got a massive platform already and get some kind of revenue there in it. Like I said, I don't know 
all the deals when it comes to like the pay-per-view because like i said like the witches they put it on, uh, on amazon prime and it wasn't free i think yeah. it was like 12.99 so how much of that revenue then goes to the cinema people that own it like how much of the revenue would go to the actual cinemas um do you know what i mean it's it's just a really wild one and like i said this is just how 2020 is and how things are going to be different moving forward um I hope cinemas stay alive because I, like I said, I enjoy the experience of going to the cinema. I like get because if if nine times out of ten, yeah, if the gyms aren't open when I'm actually being healthy and active, or the cinemas, mm. I don't leave my house. Like I literally, I'm in my room watching TV, playing games. Like I have, in a sense, no reason to leave my house other than like if maybe someone's mm. having a birthday party. I don't leave my house. Well, with the cinema. So I'm like, oh, I haven't left the house today, or I haven't left the house in a couple of days. Let me go to cinema. Or, oh, oh, it's my day off from work. Instead of sleeping in bed all day, let me go to cinema. It, 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 I want to say it gets me active, but at least it gets me out of the house. And obviously, yeah, you can say that. Yeah. Well, it gets you out of the house just to go sit in the cinema, but it's still <laughs> better than like staying at home. And like I said, like yeah. over the years, I built a relationship with people in the cinema. So like literally. I would spend like five, ten minutes chatting to them, socializing them. If I go see my film, once I come out of my film, I'll go see them again and have another little conversation, you know, about the film if they've seen it already. Um, and like, it just sucks not having that interaction. And cause again, it was just, it was like fairly enjoyable, wasn't it? So I, I don't know, man. I, I really hope that at the end of this, the cinemas can return and we start getting more films in the cinema. Um, cause there are things that I want to see, like, my TV that I have in my room, yeah. I think I must have bought this TV in like 2012, 2013. So it's like seven years old. And all it is is a 32 inch TV as well. Like, you don't get that true cinematic experience on such a small TV. Like, I love it to bits and it's done a great job, but like, you know, and, I, and it's, no, it's one of the ones as well. Like, I'll hopefully want to like get my own place soon. So I don't, even, mm-hmm. I don't in a sense want to buy a new TV where we'll have to swirl when, again, when I get my own place, I can upgrade to maybe like a nice big fat 50 inch TV to our system. Yeah. yeah. Maybe when I've got something like that's kind of set up here, then maybe I won't necessarily go to the cinema because I'm just like, well, I'll just watch it on my TV. Um, mm-hmm. but till then, you know, I want to see things on a big screen. I want to see something like, um, sometimes that's why I even pay extra just to see things on IMAX, just for that crisper sound, that bigger screen, the better quality. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah, it just sucks, man. Like again, we'll be interested to see what happens. Right now, like I said, the last time I checked, it was just a rumor in it. But if if Warner Brothers does put Wonder Woman eighty four in onto a streaming service, it'll be very interesting to see what other studios um follow suit. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't even know if it's out yet. But like that, that Soul movie was about to be coming out on Disney Plus. Oh yeah. Um, and I, I haven't even checked if it's even out yet. But if it is, uh, that's something I'm gonna check so I can review it. Yeah, it's not out yet, and I don't think it'll follow the same um, path that Mulan did, where no, 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 yeah, premieres this, and he had yeah, to this, towards that. Yeah, this, 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 yeah, this was gonna be straight on free. Yeah, yeah, which is which is which is great, and I prefer that. Do you know what I mean? Um, and obviously, that it's easy for me to say that because I've got access to Disney Plus. But again, the same kind of thing for someone else that didn't have access to it. Like, well. I've got cinema pass. Why am I gonna pay for extra something else when I'm already paying for something that should give me the service? But yeah. anyway, let me move on. Uh, Jared Leto <laughs> is returning as Joker in um, the Snyder Cut of the Justice League. What's, what's, what do you think? What's your thoughts? Do you know what? 
John, I think it's a bit unfortunate that John Leto starred in or played Joker in a movie where it wasn't about Joker. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, I, I felt bad for Jared Jer- though because I didn't really mind him. He he he's so the thing is that out of the comic books, right? Because again, I'm really into the comic books and stuff like that. Out of the comic books, um, the takes on the Joker haven't been that bad, and even Jared Leto's Joker wasn't that bad. I think. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, because in the comic books, for those of you who don't know, um, it, there is a story about the three Jokers. They finally find out which Joker is the real Joker. Um, so, do you know, I mean. And the Jokers have different personalities and stuff like that. Um, so, and again, this is coming off of the back of um, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. So, I don't think he got a fair crack of the whip. No, I don't think he did either. Joker, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I mean, by all means, bring on Jared Leto to see him as a Joker and uh, yeah, see what more he can do with the role. Because what we got wasn't wasn't you know big enough. Or long enough for us to give him uh, to give him a fair review, I'd say, of him as Joker. Mm. Boy, yeah, like I said, I don't really mind Jared Leto's Joker. I don't think he had a lot to do. I don't think um, how that movie performed was based on his performance of of the Joker in it. Um, mm. Oscar Isaac is in talks to play Moonlight in the MCU. Um, I am not familiar with the Moonlight character at all. Um, Oscar Isaac is a very good actor, um, so I think he could make it work. But yeah. Are you familiar with Moon Knight? I am familiar with Moon Knight. So Moon Knight is basically the Marvel version of Batman. So um, Moon Knight is well, his I think his actual name is um, Mark Spector. I think it's Mark Spector. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but I think his name is actually Mark Spector. Um, he actually has mental illness. I think he has um, multiple personality disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, am, am I even allowed to say multiple personality disorder or schizophrenia? Either way, um, he does have um, that sort of, you know, disassociative identity disorder, right? Yeah. And he then um, sort of, what's I'm looking for? He then gets approached by the Egyptian god Khonshu, who's the moon god, right? Yeah. And he becomes the progenitor of of, um, of Khonshu. And I think it's like Khonshu's will for him to... He carries on Khonshu's will, um, which is, you know, to um, go out fighting crime, I guess. Uh, um, um, it's what he does. But yeah, that's, that's, that's the manage of Moon Knight. Essentially, he is... Marvel's version of Batman, so he's so he's he's a multi-billionaire, billionaire even. Mm-hmm. Um, he creates his own gadgets and stuff like that. Um, he then goes around um, fighting crime and whatnot. Um, like he even has like you know his own suit. I think I, I think he has a utility belt. I'm not too sure, but you know his cloak allows him to glide through the air. Um, his armor has special properties and things like that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he has like things like darts, pistols, um, energy shields, that kind of thing. So yeah, he's like a multi-purpose uh, crime fire, um, and he, he's he's badass as well. Imagine Batman in uh, in Marvel and have been, and being dark as well. He he's that guy. 
So it's it'll be it'll be nice to see Boo Nice because Boo Nice is a character that not a lot of people know about at yeah. all. Um, even when it comes to animated TV series, like Marvel animated TV series, he's never ever seen. I can't remember him being seen in one animated series. I was certainly as a kid, even till now. So, um, oh, it's it's very good to you know build a story around him and everything like that. So yeah, let's see what happens. Nice. All right, uh, moving on. Um, there's rumors that Static Shock is getting a movie and it's going to be produced by Michael B. Jordan. Um, Oi, what's your Static thoughts? Shock is my, one of my favorite superheroes. I mean, um, so um, Michael B. Jordan is actually an anime fan, believe it or not. Um, yeah, but he's a whack anime fan, man. Hey, listen, he likes Vegeta, man. He actually based his suits in... Um, in Black Panther yeah, on Vegeta. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Do you know what? Anime. All right. So basically, the reason why I say this year is because he did some interview in it, and mm. um, he pronounced someone's name so badly that I was just like, "No, nah, you can't be an anime." Someone that says that you're a fan of this anime and not know how to say this guy's name. Like, I don't know <laughs> if it's like he pronounced Naruto wrong or he pronounced like. Oh, I, I need to find an interview, but he pronounced someone's name so badly, and I was just like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah. I was like, "You know when someone pretends like they like anime, like you know, and they'll just say like, yeah. oh, uh, Goku, or, or they'll just say someone's name just really wrong.' And it's like, nah, bro. <laughs> like, if you had even watched one episode of this anime, yeah, you would know that's not how you say the person's name, unless you mm. was watching some seriously bad dub." Um, but yeah, no, I can believe he's a he's a he's an anime fan. But again, that interview just made me cringe because I was just like, ugh, that, like, yeah, it 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 was just so bad. And don't get twisted. I understand like you know people can like butcher Japanese names and stuff in it, but like, mm. it was it was a bait enough name that if he honestly did watch it, and it, and it was the fact that like he was saying like it's his like favorite anime. I was just like, oh come on, you can't say that's like your favorite anime and say it so badly. Or was your favorite character like? Or was one of your favorite characters, and you say the name so poorly? Um, yeah, yeah. So again, I'm just hating for. No, I wouldn't say hating. I'm just giving a, a slight side eye. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think you a side eye. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, I, I suspect your uh, what's it called? Your commitment to anime. <laughs> yeah, I think you're committed. Like, I'm not trying to gatekeep him, but I'm just like, hmm. Bruh, if you say you're an anime fan as much as you say you your your front that you are, like there's certain things you should know in it, like do you know what I mean? Fair. Like, uh, but yeah, yeah. I, I I do want to see Static Shock in um in, in as a movie as anime. It's it's gonna be a, a live action movie or anime movie. Uh, I believe it's gonna I, be I live, haven't seen it, but I can't remember. So I, second, I believe it's gonna be live action. Okay. Um. So growing up, as, so growing up, Static Shock was one of my favorite um, characters, and it's probably because of, uh, I think, yeah, it's probably because of um, there was an episode where he ended up going to Ghana, and actually turned out that he was half Ghanaian, half Jamaican. Um, nice. His dad's from Ghana. His mom is, um, or at least um, her heritage is from Jamaica. So they went to Ghana. They met the hero Anansi the Spider. Um, so. All of it was good. Um, they delved into built garden culture as well, so I really appreciate that. So, Static Shock was boom, automatically one of my favorite uh, characters. Mm-hmm. Um, Static Shock has gone has gone over. I won't say a retcon, but um, 
we saw him in Young Justice as well. Um, so this happened during I think the new um, the new uh, Fifty One series, where um, you know they sort of tried to join all stories of uh, of the DC, like they tried to resolve all the DC multiverse um, um, stories into into one continuous stories, which now they're going to try and create another multiverse. But um yeah, Star Shock, so from the T V series, first of all, he was he was really good. He was really strong. Him being a teenager just spoke to me as well, like how Spider spoke to me because he he too was teenager slash young adult as mm-hmm. Peter Parker. Yeah. Um you know, um so him sort of figuring things out, figuring out his powers, having to then balance school life with his superhero life and Again, when it comes to black people problems, like, you know, with police, with racism, and everything like that, Stack Shock's going to be at a different level that I didn't get from, you know, watching um, Spider Man. Yeah. Um, So that's why I like it. That's why I think it's it's, it's a nice thing that it's it's nice that Michael B. Jordan's um, set to produce this. and so moving on from the TV series to the, actually the comic books, mm. um, in fact, even in Young Justice, uh, which was on TV, I don't know how many seasons Young Justice got, I think it got two seasons, I might be wrong, and maybe it has a third one on its way or something yeah, like that. It, it, even it got reviewed for a first yep. season, which I, I need to go back and finish because I love season one and two of Young Justice. It is as, it's so great. phenomenal. Yeah, um, we got to see Static Shock there again, where um, I think the aliens were experimenting on him, and then he later on developed these electrical powers. Um, but in comic books, Static Shock is actually one of the strongest, like, one of Earth's strongest heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to, by himself, with no rest, power the entire um, Watchtower. Mm. So... I can imagine the Watchtower has all sorts of AI technology incorporates into it. All of them have have their own um, draw on the you know the main the main generator when it's when it's working fully. Um, and Static Shock was able to power thing like like no one's business. I mean, again, this was seen in the TV series, but he was about him as a kid. Um, whereas in the comic books, him as an adult powering it was like nothing. Mm. Um, um, he's shown to use his powers in a lot of crazy ways outside of just um, um, the again the TV series. Um, uh, best way to describe Static Shock is imagine Black Lightning and times his power output by a million. That is Static Shock. <laughs> was it, was um, did he have a friend called Virgil? His name is Virgil, Virgil Hawkins. Oh, that's okay, his name. okay, that's his name. Yeah, I didn't really watch that shot too tough enough. I, I remember see, like, seeing some clips and that um, of like really powerful moments. I think like I must have just missed the cartoon when it was out and about, or maybe I was just watching other things. But yeah, I didn't really get into it. Oh, it's amazing. And even um, Little Romeo, he, I think in season three, he ended up doing his own song for Static Shock. Yeah. And what, I was blur- not, I mean, saying did he not do the theme song he did the theme song yeah he did the yeah. he did the intro to it season 3 intro yeah and, and bang and bang I'm, I'm yeah I would love to see Michael Jordan do a Star Trek movie um I hope he does it justice because again when you, the thing is that right when you are a fan of certain things you want it to do very very well mm. but at the same time you know that okay they can't put too much in it because, you know, otherwise, because, I mean, due to, you know, limited technologies and stuff like that, if we look at the MCU, um, MC, yeah, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, not everything 
that is in the comics is in the movies because you know they have to chop up some things, add some things here and there, whatnot, 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 which is why the MCU is a mixture of Earth 616, which is the original Marvel Comics universe, then um, mixed in with um, the Ultimate Universe, so you know, Miles Morales' universe or whatever, mm-hmm. mixed in with another version. So we have all of that, right? So I understand that with Static Shock, yeah. I won't get the full. I don't. I won't get everything I want, and that's okay because I'm much rather Michael B. Jordan does Stat Shock, and you know, does it in a way that he feels will uh, will uh, translate well to the audience, mm-hmm. rather than what I want to do, <laughs> and you know, <laughs> it be, it being going from like a million dollar, a hundred million dollar budget, whatever it is, to like. <laughs> two billion three billion dollar project because i wanted to have this that and the other in it yeah um and i don't want to ruin it as well because you know th- i have to also understand that there are people who don't know anything about static shock mm-hmm. so to get them to like static shock and have more movies and stuff like that as well i have to be nice and patient and say okay just do this uh, and just you know just let Michael jordan do it the way he wants to do it basically but i'm looking forward to it 100 <laughs> percent i'm looking forward to it Nice. No, that sounds dope. So, um, yeah, um, the last little bit of comic book news, uh, Marvel versus Alien variant covers. I have no idea what is involved in, but I saw some of the covers and I was like, ooh, some of them just look really cool. So, uh, that's what I put out there. All right, I'm going to kind of just hand it over to Martin as Martin's going to fill us in with a lot of anime and manga news um, that we've had over the last couple of weeks. And I'm going to sit back and relax and listen and uh, pipe in when I feel like there's something interesting I need to say. So, hit us up! Alright then. So, um, Netflix Anime Festival 2020 announced Pacific Rim, the black anime, uh, the black anime series for 2021. Mm -hmm. Um, It follows two siblings, an idealistic teen boy and his naive younger sister, who are forced to pilot an abandoned Jaeger across the hostile landscape in a desperate attempt to find their missing parents. So this is created by Polygon Pictures that created Blame, or, um, yeah, sorry, that created Blame and the Godzilla trilogy. Mm-hmm. And will be produced in, the, and the anime will be produced in 3D animation. So again, similar to what we've seen from both Blame and the Godzilla trilogies. Um, I'm excited for this because it is, I mean, who doesn't like, you know, as, as one of our, one of my friends put up, uh, well, uh, said, like, um, you know, beat em ups, <laughs> like a box of beat em ups. Like you know the thing with the uh, with um, you know the two different coloured boxes in the ring, and you just keep tapping the button and they keep punching each other until one of the heads gets knocked off. It's like that basically. But they've also made a movie out of it. Um, I like the first movie. I think it was really really good. Mm-hmm. Second movie was was decent. So you know, seeing an anime four, I think will elevate it a, a bit more. Um, so. Watch out, guys! It's for twenty twenty one. Alright, cool. Um, um, whoa, 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 whoa! Before you move yeah. on, so as you mentioned, um, uh, Netflix Anime Festival twenty twenty, uh, Netflix mm-hmm. announced that it will be have a partnership with four anime studios. It was announced that they will work with Mappa, Science Essay, Saru, and Anime and Company, owning Nas, as well as MIA, based in Korea. So yeah, um, I think. Again, four different animes which you've actually got listed. Uh, so I'm gonna let you continue. Okay. Um, Kimono Jihen, in English translation is Monster Incidents. Mm-hmm. Anime begins airing January 10th, 2021. It's based on a manga of the same name. 
um, the manga starts in a quiet rural area, uh, area or quiet rural village where many domestic animals die unnatural deaths in a strange incident. To solve the incident, an odd-looking man from Tokyo who goes by the name Idugami comes to the town to investigate. In the town, he meets a young boy who has mysterious air about him called Doroto, sorry, Dorotabo, um, uh, Masaya Fujimori. Um, sorry, say that again. Masaya Fujimori, um, who's responsible for creating You Are the Umaso, as that's of The Last Witch, is directing the anime at Ajie Do. Okay. Um, I'm hoping I didn't butcher the name. Ajie Do. Ajie Do. Um, yeah, <laughs> sorry guys for butchering the Japanese names. I will get good at that eventually. <laughs> um, Jojo's Bizarre Adventures, thus spoke uh, Kishibe Rohan anime, will be released next spring on Netflix. So looking forward to that. Um, to, to clarify, confession to make, I haven't seen any of the Jojo's Bizarre Adventures yet. The reason being is that um, there's a friend I bumped into years ago, and he was saying that Jojo's Bizarre Adventure actually takes place. Right, way, 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 way in the past. So it's all you're looking at. You know, you have obviously um, the current JoJo, but also then the current series of uh, JoJo. But then you have, you know, like you have Jo Star, and then you have, you know, his father, his grandfather, that kind of thing. So yeah. I'm trying to watch it right from the beginning. So all it's, on, it's, on, it's, it's on Netflix. So I've watched the first two seasons. I need to get on season three. Um, yeah, I used to think JoJo was some dumb anime because obviously of all the meme- memes and stuff in it but it's yeah. actually really good and actually has a quite a compelling storyline um, mm-hmm. so yeah it's actually a lot better than I thought it was uh, I, I mean I've seen, I've seen some fight scenes in it which I thought oh that's actually pretty interesting Yeah, but yeah I'm just trying to watch it from right at the beginning um, before you know it all happens so I could get sort of like a canonical sense of the timeline and stuff like that um, but maybe I should just bite the bullet and just watch Jojo's Bizarre Adventures and then you know then go back in, into the past and then yeah, have however else I go about it. Yeah. Um Way of the House Husband manga gets an anime in twenty twenty one. So I have never heard of this manga before. Neither um, have I, but it seems that it's quite popular because a couple of my Facebook friends are like, oh, they were hoping someone would anim- uh, adapt this into an anime, so Ah, that's good. Mm. So synopsis is a retired Yakuza member known as Immortal Tatsu who is living out his post-crime career as a house husband, still manages to find his, uh, find his way into trouble from time to time, except it's in a grocery aisle instead of it being in some back alley. Mm. So that's what I have so far um, about it. So, like I said, I have no knowledge of this, of the manga, um, but I'm sure we'll have some sort of comedy aspects to it. I mean, I can imagine this, like, hardened criminal yeah. who's left that life behind him, but, you know, it's still instilled within him, that, like, that life is still within him. Mm. So is that cool? I'm there being a house husband and everything like that. But I guarantee you, if you know, if the guy who comes to read the meter and looks dodgy in any way, shape, or form, he's just going to be, I don't know, grab a knife or something and be like, yo, all you're doing is reading the gas meter. That's it. Yeah. Don't try. Don't try and cheat me out of my money or whatever. Like, I can still see that happening. Or even, you know, like I, like I said, in a grocery store, even the stuff he does in a grocery store, I can see elements of that. So I, I think it'd be a, a funny manga, but. A funny manga and anime, but uh, please let us know if you've seen it before and you know your thoughts on it, and you know just inform us about the show um, a bit more before it comes out in uh, 2021. Um, BEM Become Human is now streaming on Funimation. Okay. Um, 
So the thing with BEM is that it had a title before that, um, under Humanoid Monster BEM, which was the 26th episode Japanese anime TV series um, that was aired between October 1968 to March 1969. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later on, there was uh, it was remade into a second season in 2006. Mm-hmm. And there's a live action of it that was premiered in 2011. Um, and I think the film was released in 2012. Um, so there's already, a, there's already a series of this already. Mm-hmm. But it's, uh, there'll be a new film titled Be and Become Human. And um, me not knowing anything about the series um, or about it at all. Um, yeah, it'll be fun to it'll be fun to try to catch on uh, Funimation and everything like that, just to see what it's like. Hopefully, I like it. Um, like I said, I'm I'm coming into it blind, um, but it's already had it already has a history already. It's I mean, like I said before, it's aired in 1960, 1968, yeah, or 1960, 1968. So um, yeah, let's 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 see how it goes. Um, next bit of news: Yasuke Anime to debut in spring 2021. Mm-hmm. So Yasuke actually was the first, I think, either the first. Well, I don't want to butcher this because I mean I know we're just off Black uh, out of Black History Month, but you know in, in the UK anyway. But yeah, all year round is Black History. That's what I say. All there. year so, round. All year round. So Yasuke was a retainer of African origin who served under the Sengoku period in. Uh, in Japan to W. Oda Nobunaga. Mm-hmm. Um, so I believe he is the first, if not the first, the only African sort of retainer that we know served, who's that served in the Japanese uh, Sengoku period at least. Um, so yeah, this 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 anime will be a, a retelling of a story. So I'm looking forward to this a lot. Um, again, I know that when it comes to animes, things will obviously be exaggerated because it's anime. Mm. Um, but at the same time, it's nice to you know get people to know, especially black people, um, to sort of know, you know, black history in other countries. Um, I know in America, I know in America because of you know the this um, um, transatlantic slave trade and stuff like that. There's a bit of African culture that's obviously been lost, so. I guess for people who you know love anime and stuff like that, would be nice to you know know that oh, there are black people in uh, in the Sengoku period in Japan. Yeah, or do you know what kind oh, of do you know what, sorry, sorry, do you know what kind of sucks a little bit about this that um, for the for the live action movie, yeah, um, mm. Chadwick Boseman was like rumored to be the the God of Play Yasuke. Yasuke. Uh, so Yasuke, now, yeah. now now they go find somebody else. Oh, uh, sucks, man. Uh, I thought, do you know, there, there are there are a lot of good um, actors that we have, black actors that we have that could put that could possibly uh, play the role. Um, I won't mention, I won't mention, you know, all of them. But my my go to would be um, um, Michael J. White. Michael J. White is also is a martial artist. Uh, yeah, yeah and back in the day, I, mean, I think he's lost his shine, man. If, if for me, I would go with Denzel Washington's son. I can't remember his name, and it's so disrespectful that I keep forgetting his name. But he was in Tenant. Um, he's been in a few other movies, and he's just a really solid actor. Mm. 
Oh, let me just find yeah, his name. I, I, remember, I, remember, I remember seeing him in... Um, is, it, is it Ballers he was in? Uh, I'm not even sure. Oh, I, I, think, I think he was in Ballers. John David he Washington. Was... Yeah. Like, I, yeah, think, I, I, I think he could put it off. Do you know what? I said Michael J. White, but I was going to say with a caveat that Michael J. White, I have no idea about his voice acting in terms of, you know, um, in terms of diverging away from an African-American accent. So, hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I, I know that whoever gets to, if the, whoever gets to play as a live action will obviously have to go through some sort of um, accent training or whatnot just so they can, you know, sort of get the Japanese accent down. Hmm. Um but um, yes, it's 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 so sad that you know the the past of Chadwick Boseman that yeah. oh he would have been amazing. He but um, yeah, but um, yeah, guys, we do have a Yasuke anime debut in in twenty twenty one spring twenty twenty one. So keep an eye out for it. Um, and last but certainly not least, Funimation will be available on the Xbox Series X and S. On release, so from day one that you have your Xbox Series X or S, you will have Funimation on there. Oh, that reminds me, didn't we see? Um, I think Mike and I dropped in the group that like Sony was looking to buy Crunchyroll for like nine hundred seventy-three billion dollars. It's like wild like that. Yeah, I mentioned this. I think I mentioned this in the last recording we had as well. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, that's that sounds crazy. I ridiculous man. Quick little bits from me. Uh, Demon Slayer Blitz Spirits. Ugh. Demon Slayer obliterates Spirits Away record with 10 billion yen in 10 days. Like the, the Demon Slayer movie is meant to be doing mad numbers in Japan right now. Um, yeah. It's a shame because I guess we were meant to get it in the rest of the world um, early January, but I don't know what's happening with that. I haven't seen it drop on Funimation or Crunchyroll. Uh, so hopefully mm. we get that soon. Um, I'm not sure if you mentioned these, um, but Spriggan is coming out in 2021. That's another one of the animes for the Netflix, um, the, the Netflix uh, project and High Rise Invasion, which will come out in February 2021. Um, nice, yeah, nice. Cool. Hit us with that quick little manga news and then we'll move on to some gaming news. All right, then. So, the only thing I have for manga news is that their regular Magic High School mangas, Steeplechase arc ends. Um, so, I said, I got my new manga app. So, what I wanted to do was try to read more of the regular Magic High School. Um, so, so far, off read up to is the magic high school tournaments um i've obviously finished there like that but now it turns out that my manga app is not even updating any manga on there oh sorry it updates the manga on there but i can't read the manga there there's some sort of issue there so once again i'm stuck i'm not knowing how the steeplechase arc is um i'll try to get that sorted out or you know go through my usual sources to read it um nice. And that's it with my manga news. All right, cool. Uh, quick little, well, two little bit quick of gaming news. Um, John Wick Hex is coming to the Switch on December 4th. I didn't even know John Wick had a game. Um, yeah. It's like a tactical strategic game. Um, it looked half decent. It's been out on PlayStation Xbox for a little while. Um, mm-hmm. Football Manager 2021 comes out February 24th. Yeah, um, that's, that's something you're definitely looking at. Listen. Getting right. I'm hoping that I get access to the early beta. Um, literally, there's going to be a, a, a Twitch stream of Football Manager 2021. 
at seven mm. o'clock. So hopefully we'll be wrapped up in the next twelve minutes. So I can have a watch at that, and I'm hoping <laughs> that after the Twitch stream that they announce that the, the ev- even the beta is available, the download, um, the demo is available because they're literally mm. that is what I'm downloading tonight and spending a couple of hours playing that. Um, mm. But yeah, that's all for the gaming news. Um, trailers gonna have talk about two 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 quick trailers and then we'll do blood of zeus and we call it a day um have you seen the monster hunter trailer i have indeed does that not look like a pile of fun it does it really does um i don't know how sorry so here's the thing with the movie i don't know how i don't like how it starts because it starts off with you know being in our modern like our our modern world and stuff like that, and mm. then they and then there's this U.S. team, U.S. Um, military team that gets blasted off, transported into, into the, exactly into the Monster Hunter world. I like and it. I think that makes sense. Like, because I only just started with this is Monster Hunter and follow the story of I don't know, a few characters or something like that, and then boom, why does it have to be okay? We're gonna go? Oh, it's a military. It's a it's a U.S. military. Blah blah. They get transported to another world. Like we don't need to know that. That's we don't. Yeah, you can actually cut it out, get rid of that story, and say this is the Monster Hunter world. This is the hunter. Um, blah blah. Just and follow the hunter around. I, I guess, but then I feel I feel I feel like for it to appeal to the Western audience, they need that caveat, and that's why they've done it. Because that's the, like uh, this is the thing with some of these movies, yeah. Like especially when it's getting in a sense getting made by the Western, they have to appeal to a Western audience. That's why in a sense, yeah, they don't do too many sports movies anymore because like mm. sports movies for the most part, because again, a lot of it's American based sports. So the popularity and the amount of money that they, those movies come bring in are just made for America. So again, this property here that's like, you know, other than like the nerdy gamers that know of this world and know of this game, they're trying to bring in the or, the like the generic audience in it and the generic American audience. Remember like them guys over there, yeah, not I'm not obviously I'm I am um stereotyping a little bit here, but like they love their military in it, so anything with their military in it and going to, and uh, America, then you know going against big monsters and stuff, they're gonna love it. They're gonna be like, oh yeah, I'm all in. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it, it it's a smart. In my opinion, it's a smart business decision, isn't it? Like I get having it just set in the monsters world universe and just following your monster hunter guy from there and just following his story. I get that, but like then I think it would just be a bit too much fantasy and fantasy movies, yeah haven't really been doing as great especially when it comes to like new properties that don't have like a household name behind it um mm. so i like it and obviously you know me i love milia milia jovovich from resident evil movies and it yeah. just feel, it feels like she's just about to do resident evil stuff but with giant monsters and i love it like i told you give me a badass <laughs> female that could potentially kill me and i'm in love like literally Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I'm I'm gassed. I, I'm ready for this. Like my bo- so, my body is yeah. ready. Like yeah, my I, body is ready. <laughs> I, I, I I hope it's not a pile of trash. But like from the trailer, it just it just excited me. And it's also got um Iko Iko Uwe. Oh, no, no Iko Uwe. Is it Iko Uwe or Tony Jaa? I'm I'm being very disrespectful. Like. Uh, so 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 there's Tony so Tony Jaa is in there as the as um the hunter. Yeah, so it is Tony um, Jaa. Yeah, I tell you, Jar, you have T.I., who also, who's also in there from a trailer um, that we saw. 
um, or I saw anyway, um, Megan Good is also in there. It's good to see Megan Good in another movie because damn, I miss Megan Good. Yeah, I like, damn, I miss Megan Good. I miss, oh my gosh. All right, so moving on. I will have uh, Ron Perlman, um, who will also be starring in the movie. Oh, really? Um, oh, yeah. I must have missed that. He doesn't appear in the trailer, but he is listed as yeah. star as, as being in the movie. So, for the monsters that we see in the trailer, we see the Raphalos, mm-hmm. the Raytheon, and the Basil Juice. Um, I think at the end of it, there's the Black Diablos as well. These are all monsters. These are all sort of dragon-type monsters that we see in the monster in Monster Hunter. Yeah. Um, and the Black Diablos is a freaking bastard to kill. So, <laughs> it's just so damn strong. So, in the trailer where you see the convoy... Um, Shooting out the Rayfloss, uh, shooting out the Abelos, and then, um, no, sorry, it wasn't Rayfloss or Basil Juice. Anyway, shooting at him, right? And bullets just flying off of him without doing any damage. You're thinking, wow, what is this? Or, yeah, doing some damage, but flipping out. These monsters are the bane of, uh, of players. Um, so, yeah, um, I mean, I, so for me personally, I like the setting mm-hmm. um, because we do see a few Monster Hunter esque locations based on the game law, yeah. uh, which which should keep the fans happy and you know first timers of the game or the or you know new to the movie, new to the series, new to the world, um, have a glimpse into what the game's actually like. Yeah. Um, and who knows, there may even be a surge in the sales for Monster Hunter games, like you know Monster Monster Hunter Four and uh, the Iceborne. Uh, the latest Iceborne DLC that's come out. So, um, yeah. Just yeah, see how it goes. No, definitely. All right. And uh, did you manage to watch the trailer for Songbird? No, I didn't manage to watch the trailer for Songbird, but right. I know, I know, obviously, I know it's based in, well, I know where it's based in and what it's about. So, yeah. Yeah. My, you, my, uh, Michael Bay is just like taking the whole COVID thing and made it into a movie and he's added his Michael Bayness to it. Um, I would kind of check it out because obviously I'm interested to see like what he does with it since obviously mm. you know it's it, it's a bit early to be doing stuff like that but like again I'm just curious to see what his take was, take on it and it looked it looks fairly interesting isn't it? so um, mm. I'm looking forward to checking out alright so the main thing we're going to talk about today uh, even though we're only going to kind of gloss over it quite quickly um, is uh, Blood of Zeus um it's a anim- anime. Uh, it's a, a Netflix anime original. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm let you start. What did you think of Blood of East? Um, I'd give it. See, I'm conflicted between giving it uh, a whole chicken and three peas because I know I can only pick one. Before you go, you can only pick one. You can only so, pick one. I'll, I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it a three piece. Yeah. Um, I think. The Blood of Zeus is based off of the Gods and Heroes MMORPG game. Okay. Um, right. First and foremost. So, um, two seconds, two seconds. Uh, Blood mm-hmm. of Zeus chronicles the legitimate son of Zeus, a young man tasked with saving heaven and earth despite the interference of a vengeful goddess and her monstrous forces. Um, yeah, the uh, first episode dropped on 27 October 2020 and it's on Netflix. Go. All right, then. So, first of all, 
first first foremost the cast so you have i was talking about a few about half full um of cast members so you have heron who's voiced by derek phillips who was in friday night lights the tv series chicago pd in nothing one episode and has done various voices in the last of us um zeus is portrayed by Bradman jason amara who was in resident evil extinction as uh i can't remember it was adam wesker i think it was um He's in Grey's Anatomy, and he's done um, the voice of Batman um, slash Bruce Wayne in uh, Justice League animated movies such as um, Justice League War, Justice League Apocalypse, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, Hera is voiced by Claudia Christian, who starred in Babylon 5, um, Criminal Minds, and has also given her voice to Skyrim and Fallout 4. Um, Hermes voiced by Matthew Mercer, who's uh, he's done numerous voices in anime, including Hit in Dragon Ball Super, nice. Yamato in Naruto Shippuden, and Levi in Attack of Titan. Nice. And you have um, a side character, Kofi, who's voiced by... I don't want to I don't want to butcher this guy's name, um, but it's uh, Ade to Kumbo. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Allow me. I'm not Nigerian. Uh, it's funny the fact that he's got like um, such a well. He's from he's from Sierra Leone, isn't it? but like he's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's basically playing the role of a Ghanaian. Because obviously, for anyone that doesn't know, like Kofi's like a super typical Ghanaian name, which is where me and both me and mine are from. So yeah, uh, yeah. I'm glad you attempted that because I would have just been like Frederick McCormack. And I would have left out the the middle name completely. <laughs> and left out the middle name completely. Uh, it's Kumbo. <laughs> I don't care, yeah. man. You, you gotta respect his whole name. And it's Kumbo McCormack. Yes. Yeah, so is, he's voiced Isaacs in Castlevania. He was also um, in Battle LA, Battle Los Angeles, mm. and Heroes. Oh, he was so, Mr. Echo. Oh no, he wasn't Mr. Echo. He was Mr. Echo's deceased brother, Yemi. Yeah, in Lost. Yeah, I had it. never seen Lost. I'd never got into that Lost hype, but I remember everyone loved Mr. Echo because Mr. Echo was meant to be this hard hard body black dude. Yeah, apparently. See, I didn't have Sky at the time, so I couldn't watch Heroes. And then by the time I, I could watch it, Heroes was dead. So I was like, oh, what's the point? I'm not watching Heroes at all. Yeah. Plus, plus I, swear, I swear it got cancelled anyway. So, oh, what am I going to start a series just so, just so I can you know, get to where everyone's cancelled and pissed off that got cancelled? Yeah, huh. Anyway, so my thoughts on the animation. Um, or, or the animated series in general. It's well animated. The animation style reminds me of... Um, it reminds me of Castlevania, but with the Greek twist to it. So if everyone if everyone's seen Castlevania, imagine Castlevania, but with the... Uh, with the sort of drawing style of, you know, Greek cartoons, like, like if you've seen Hercules, the Disney... Um, Hercules animated movie. Imagine a cross between the two, but it's done in a way that's you know still very very nice to see, very easy on the eyes. Um, and the animation starts like I say, it's it's, it's appealing and it's, it's very very good. Um, it doesn't shy away from more mature themes. Yeah. So obviously you have um, you do have people having sex, you do have people getting killed with your awesome. heads rolling off and whatnot. The kills are absolutely uh, brutal. They are, they are, they are. And it reminds me of, um, like, you know, when you watch, like, Gladiator, like, you know, when you watch um, Spartacus, Blood yeah. and Sand, or something like that, I see people getting, like, mash up that way, or even Game of Thrones. Mm. Yeah, um, very, very similar. So, 
I like them. I like that they've done it in that way. Yeah. Um, um, so for me, it started off quite slow, and I wasn't really the biggest fan of the animation style. Um, mm. Considering as it far, as, me, right? uh, yeah, it, it did grow on me. Um, considering as far as I'm concerned, this was a a Netflix collaboration, and okay, um, it was done by an, an American studio. Um, so like. I expected the voice acting to be better, but it wasn't. Like, I felt like <laughs> I should be watching it in Japanese and then having subtitles English dub. Um, hold on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it grew on me. And I, I as it went on, I, I, I got to like it more. I mean, yeah, it was made by Powerhouse Animations. So I, I, they're, the, they're the ones behind um, Castlevania. Um, which is why I'm casting this as an animation and not an anime. Yeah. Um, but the, the voice acting in Castlevania was really good, though. I, I felt like the voice acting... I, I didn't mind the voice acting in this, you know. I uh, genuinely didn't mind the voice acting in this. No. Um, I mean, that's all I can say about Nana. You are, you are, you are solidly saying, no, you didn't, you didn't enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, I wasn't particularly the, the biggest right. fan of it, to be honest. But I mean, Dirk Phillips. I mean, I, I feel it's pretty good because. But then again, I'm used to hearing those voices. So oh, Dirk right. Phillips, like saying Last of Us, uh, Jason Mara in uh, the being Bruce Wayne um, and Batman. Uh, uh, the the voice actors they do a good cast. Even Kofi, voiced by Kofi, voiced by um, Adetokumbo, mm-hmm. and uh, exactly who did Isaac's voice in Castlevania. I mean. Maybe it's more script writing than actually uh, than actual voice acting. Mm. Maybe, um, but yeah, I mean, I I I, I do I do sorry. So I do also like the um, so moving away aside from the voice acting, I do also like the the title changes. So if you notice, Nana, each title, the way each title was presented to you, uh, changed depending on. The, the sort of like the theme the episode was going for. Okay. So, if you watched, um, for example, Back to Olympus, you saw that it was great. Like the title was uh, sort of flowery and things like that. Mm. If you saw Call to Arms, Call to Arms was just bloody and brutal with the pieces of flesh sort of flying around in between the writing and whatnot. So. That was, that was a nice touch. I haven't seen that before. I mean, I've, I've seen sort of stylistic changes like that. Like, if you've anyone seen Once Upon a Time, that they do stuff like that. Um, but um, it was it was really... I, I, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I, I won't go into detail, you know, episode by episode, unless you want me to. But um, I do like how the whole story began. So for me, it felt very... Hercules-esque, where, you know, Heron is doing, you know, hard work for, you know, to keep him and his mum sort of going with food to put on the table and whatnot. Um, And then all of a sudden, this absent absentee father, Zeus, dickhead, out of nowhere. Zeus is a guy that's always in there. He is such a punk in this day. Don't get me started. Absolutely scum, man. Like, <laughs> even though I say he's, he's scummy, he does make me laugh in it because, like, he also showed, like, how OP of a god he was. One of the things I didn't kind of like at the beginning, yeah, is that he felt mm. very four to me rather than Zeus. Like, he, I don't know how to explain it. He, he came across, like, four in it. He, he had more of this four element to him than actual 
Zeus. Oh, listen, Zeus is 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 more like I know it's supposed to be like the king of gods and stuff like that. So it's all like regal and whatnot. Man, this guy's a hoe. He freaking goes around doing what he does. He's just he's just a kid that you know. Do you know what I mean? It's like he's like a teenager. No, not even a teenager. He's like a he's like teenager slash like early twenties. That's that's how he is in his thinking, man. Just throws his dick everywhere. I mean, like, he has so many, like, half, like, what's not half, but, like, um, so many, demi, yeah, I'm just like, bro, like, just stop already, and, alright, so, from watching this, right, I was like, I don't blame Hera for the stuff she does, like, to some extent, because, because he's been cheating on her for, like, forever, for, for, for time, bro, eternity is a long time, oh, you've got eternity is a long time, can you imagine every, like, Oh, I just like when's he gonna stop? Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't blame Hera for the stuff she does. Even like watching like her the Hercules series with Kevin Sorbo, um, I thought that you know he. I mean, at first I was like, why does Hera just? Why is Hera being like an evil bitch for blah 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 blah? I'm like, oh, it's because <laughs> his, her husband like can't keep his dick to just himself. Even if he's not fly, even if he's not banging her, right? Just just. Watch porn or something like that, but don't go about like having all these kids left, right, and center. And, and, because you know what was magic, even at the end where she was like bare, like against him and stuff. Yeah, yeah. He still like loved her in the sense that he he saves he saved her in the end. So stop putting the dick in every other chick, bro. Oh <laughs> uh, no, hundred percent. Do you know what? Yeah, I I I, I kind of want to see where they go in season two because I kind of expected like Zeus to get reborn because he's a god in it, but clearly mm. in this universe they they die in it. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to season season two and seeing um like what Hades does because it, it seems that Hades has been high been slightly behind this this whole time. I mean, again, do you know what? I can't blame Hades. So uh, for everyone that's into Greek mythology and stuff like that, right? Hades is the brother. I mean, they're all brothers and sisters. To be honest, even Hera is is, is the sister of, of Zeus, right? But um, when it comes to Hades, Hades, I think, is equally as strong as Zeus. But Zeus decided to put his brother to be the the gatekeeper of hell, basically, to just rule over hell or rule over the dead. I'm just like. Bro, so you're up there chilling in Olympus, right? And just, you know, having having tea parties and whatnot, doing your thing and whatnot, like clear skies. And then you put your brother in a deep, deep hole with no, with like, with like no, um, what's it called? No skylight or anything like that to look over dead people. Dead. Where they're all just crying about, about them being dead, crying about their miserable lives or whatnot. You do that to your brother, you know? Yeah. Nah, he's a top dickhead. I can see what Hades also does the things he does because um, because arguably Hades should be even stronger than Zeus because so again going to uh, reveal a bit of spoilers right mm. Zeus from all terms of purposes for we know has died even though I don't think he's died because right at the end um, of the last episode um, you saw lightning in, in the sky which I thought me- meant that you know he sort sort of somehow survived yeah but if he dies, he's still gonna go into the underworld, right? So you, you if he wants to come back to life or whatever, I'm like, yo, Hades could literally be like, listen, you're gonna be sucking his gorgon's dick for your <laughs> whatever for eternity because I can. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, 
last night still. It is, it is. So we both give this a, a solid three piece, which is a good rating. Yeah, it is. It so is. I um, recommend you guys check it out. Definitely. Um, so I do like uh, the touch on a few of the gods, for example. So when we look at... Um, uh, so when we look at, for example, um, Hephaestus, who's the sort of blacksmith of the gods, yeah. um, he creates this massive, or he creates a robot, in a sense, for Heron to train against. I think it's for all the gods to train against, right? And this thing is just brutal. Constantly spacking down Heron uh, until Heron lets go of his anger, uses his uh, brain to fight. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a nice touch because Hesphestos is not a god that we know about. And I mean, again, if you read um, uh, Greek mythology and stuff like that, uh, he gets he gets a bad deal as well. And he has a wife that doesn't even love him or whatnot. Oh, again, it's all Zeus's that, fault. That, that sounds familiar. Um, yeah. Um, the, about the, the story of a god whose wife doesn't love him. Um, do you know, like I, said, I used to be proper into like Greek mythology and stuff. It was just like as time's gone on, like all that information has gone out of my head. It's it's something that I probably mm. would one day like to revisit. Mm. All right. Um, you do have characters like Alexia, who is I don't I don't want to say she's a Spartan, but she's a Greek. Um, she's a Greek soldier. Yeah. Who? Didn't they called, her, didn't they, I felt like they called her Amazonian. Oh, maybe even Amazonian. I think she might be an Amazonian. I think she was an Amazonian. I'm pretty sure someone called her an Amazonian, isn't it? Mm. But I don't know if she, if the if Amazonian was used to describe her, or she is actually an um an Amazon. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, she fights like an Amazonian, blah blah. But you know, she's she's human. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, she she has incredible fighting prowess and everything like that. Um. Uh, again, she she's a female character that held her own in this. Um, to be fair, even Hera held her own in this. To be perfectly honest, I mean, she won the whole world to burn, and it kind of happened. So yeah. Um, so again, um, two very strong leads. But specifically about Alexa, she's a good um, female lead. Even though the story isn't about her, you, you, she's her character is such that you can't forget her. Um, she's very stoic in a sense as in you could tell that um again for me playing um assassin's creed odyssey that when it comes to spartan warriors um a lot of time it's sort of like we are battle oriented which is what spartans were actually um very battle oriented um didn't show any real sign of weaknesses like that got up on if when they get knocked out they get back on their feet and just kept fighting and she she held her own. I mean, I guess she was a commander of her own units and stuff like that, hunting demons. Um, and I don't think her character was compromised at any moment of time. I know usually you try to go for the romance um, type of point, but no, she held her own. And yeah, yeah no, she was, was sick. Nice change. I, I like the fact that she like her sheath was basically another weapon. And I like that. She yeah, like, she dual wield like that gassed me up a lot. And like she was sick, innit? Yeah, 100%. That's it. I'm really good for uh, season two. Um, I might watch this again. But I might watch it with uh, Japanese audio with uh, English subtitles and see um, if, like, it, I enjoy it more. Because obviously, I've just. Yeah. I'm probably, I've now got to the point where I'm probably so used to listening to things in Japanese. Um, mm. That's why. Um, yeah. 
Alright, but yeah, All right, this so. gives us brings us to the end of the episode. Um, like I said, moving forward, we're gonna hopefully now start to watch more of the same things to review, uh, start reviewing some movies on Netflix and stuff, um, mm-hmm. and being a little bit more up to date with the latest news and um, hopefully more regular. Um, so yeah, again, as always, Martin, thank you for joining me. Um, say bye to people. Bye everyone. Catch you next time. Alright, guys. Bye bye now.